Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to your to help you create your ideal business lifestyle. As a business strategist and executive leadership coach, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. If you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit www.shirleydalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking with America's Money Answers man and fellow Voice America radio business show host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome, Jordan. Great to be with you, Shirley. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this and I must say I'm a little intimidated because you've had so much experience on radio and TV. Well, I'd love to do it. I want to bring a lot of value to your listeners today. Mm-hmm. Well, Jordan, you're certainly well qualified and experienced to be talking all things money. In fact, you've been answering Americans' questions about investing money, uh, sorry, about investing strategies for over 35 years. You were a regular Wall Street correspondent at Money Magazine for 18 years, a regular financial analyst for NBC News for nine years, Marketplace Radio for six years and currently featured as a regular guest on numerous national and local TV and radio shows. You host the weekly Money Answers radio show on the Voice America Business Network and you're the author of 14 books including Fast Profits in Hard Times, The Dictionary of Finance and Investment Terms, The Barron's Finance and Investment Handbook, Everyone's Money Book on Stocks, Bonds and Mutual Funds and of course Master Your Money Type. So, Jordan, let's start with mastering your money type. This sounds absolutely fascinating, and I can't wait to hear about the different types and what that means for us in relation to money. Okay, well, I came up with this idea. I've been doing this for many, many years, and basically I've separated people into six um, money types, kind of financial personalities, and based on where you are, it's not as though you're only one or the other, but based on where you are, it, it very much affects... Uh, the way you make money decisions, either rightly or wrongly. And first, I'll just tell you what the six are, and then we can kind of go into some detail of them. Sure. Uh, they are the striders, the high rollers, coasters, ostriches, squirrels, and debt desperados. Those are my six money types. Um, and everyone's, and, and I, in the book, in the Mastery Money Type, I go into how you got that way in the first place, often based on your life experience. And then once you're identified your money type, how to do the best financially you can within that money type. I don't say you should be another type. If you're a squirrel, be the best squirrel you can be, is the way I like to put it, as opposed to saying, I don't want to be a squirrel, I want to be a striver, or something like that. Okay. So if, if you want to take it from there, those are the six personalities, and we can go into them in more detail if that would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I got five of them. I got striver, high rollers, coasters, squirrels, debt desperados. What was the other one? Ostrich. Ostrich. The Australians should know about the ostrich, yes. (laughs) Okay, I'll bite. Why is that? (laughs) Don't you have ostriches running around Australia there along with the kangaroos? Oh, yes, emus. Yes, okay. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Same idea. (laughs) I'm just going to do a a very brief view of each of these things. So the striver – are the people who really try very hard. Probably a lot of your audience are strivers because they're kind of entrepreneurs. They want to make things happen. They're kind of hard workers. Um, that, that, that would be a very brief view of the striver. High rollers are people willing to take a lot of risk uh-huh. and so confident they don't believe in a safety net. They think everything's going to work out well. They're kind of super optimistic in a certain way. Uh, the next one, coasters, are that people go along coasting along thinking everything's fine until they hit what I call a financial brick wall. It's like, oh, we're 62. I guess we should start saving for retirement. Uh Or the kid just 17. I guess we should start saving for college. 
-hmm. Everything's been fine until it isn't, if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, ostriches are people that really don't want to deal with money, kind of head in the sand. They don't open statements. They don't look at their retirement accounts. It'll somehow magically all take care of itself, which it usually doesn't, but that's what they think. Mm -hmm. uh, squirrels are people who are obsessed by safety um, and uh, don't want to take any risk. They're very scrimping. Uh, they don't leave a particularly exciting life, but they're very much concerned about what could happen, all the bad things. They're kind of consumed by pessimism as the high rollers are consumed by optimism, I guess you might say. Mm -hmm. And then the debt desperados are the people that think that the way to get out of debt is to go into more debt. And mm -hmm. so those are the people that are hitting the ATM machines at the casinos because they just lost money and the next bet's going to be better, you know, and they keep going into more and more debt until they kind of hit bottom. So that's a very brief view of the, the six different money types that I talk about. Okay, so so then you mentioned that this um, influences how we make decisions about money, which sounds absolutely fascinating. Well, it's true. I mean, if you're as far as running a business or uh, investing or budgeting or saving, and by the way, it's not only you, but you and your spouse and or significant other um, may have the same or different money types. I often find it's better to have two con contrasting money types. Mm -hmm. Instead of two of the same, have two squirrels. It's a pretty boring, fearsome kind of life. If you have two high rollers, there's nobody looking out below. They're all just taking risk all the time. So sometimes it's better to have a little bit of conflict and have a little balance between a, a high roller and a squirrel, for example, or maybe between a striver and a debt desperado. Um, but when you are going to start a business, your whole attitude about taking risk uh, makes a big difference in what personality you are. Same thing with investment. If, if you're a squirrel, you're going to keep your money in the bank pretty much earning nothing because you're consumed by fear of losing your principal. A high roller is going to be the exact opposite. They're going to go into aggressive stocks and things that have huge upside potential without thinking they're going to be a bad stock picker and worrying about the downside. So all these personalities make a big difference in all of your money decisions. So so what can we do about it? Like you were saying, if you're going to be a squirrel, be the best squirrel you can. Because, um, you know, listening to some of your um, your money types there, and as you said, you're not, not necessarily just one. I can see little bits and pieces in there. So how do we become the best, the best of um, the types that we are? Identify what you are and then work on your strengths and your weaknesses. So, I mean, the weakness of a, of a squirrel, for example, would be not taking any risk. Their money may, may be sitting in the bank earning nothing. They're not losing it, but their money's not growing. So uh -huh. they've got to learn to kind of get out of their squirrel cave a little bit and learn to take some modest risk that they're feeling comfortable with, maybe an index mutual fund or something where they, the, the problem for a squirrel is their money's not growing and they're gonna live a long time and they're gonna outlive their money, basically is what happened. Um, a high roller needs to do the opposite. A high roller is gonna take a lot of risks and they need to, put some aside and not be so super confident that everything's always going to work out and kind of have a safety net. Think of it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but beneath, uh, Coasters have to get into habits where automatically the right thing is happening instead of usually the wrong thing is happening. Automatically set up money for a college savings account for your kid or automatically put aside money for your own retirement, whether it be an individual retirement account or a 401k you know, their their habits are, you know, not getting them where they need to go. So you want to kind of set things up so that automatically the right habits work. So that, that's a brief idea is kind of understanding your weakness and trying to set up automatic systems to counteract those weaknesses. And with that, Coasters, I can, I can see a really good example there. In Australia, we have the GST. And so um, much like a lot of your sales tax in America or the VAT in Europe and New Zealand. And so in the businesses, you collect the, the money for your product, but you're in Australia, we collect an extra 10%. And then at the end of the uh, period, we've got to give that back, you know, pass that on to the government. And um, and for a lot of businesses, they take all of the money, but <laughs> but they're not necessarily putting the the bit aside that they need to give the government. And so a lot of people will get into trouble in that way. So that's um, that's what you're talking Absolutely. about with the coasters. It's about, I mean, they again, they're coasting along, saying, oh, that when when I need to pay the government, it'll be there, and then it isn't, and they have to be scrambling. <laughs> So you set it up, so maybe put that money aside so it's not a temptation 
to go spend it somewhere because when the time comes that you have to turn over the government, you want to make sure it's still there for you. Yeah, okay. And, um, you know, you were saying that in your opinion it's it's uh, works better if you've got a contrasting money type. So how does that show up then, say, in a business partnership where you've got somebody who's wanting to, to go and spend and invest and put it in and then maybe they're partnered up with a squirrel? Well, it can be a good thing, actually. I think you need somebody who's aggressive and somebody who's conservative. If you're both one way or the other, that can ask for trouble. So mm -hmm. say you're running a business. Uh, I think you want the person who's the visionary who's going to kind of make things happen, invest, and so on. You know, think of like a Bill Gates or a Richard Branson. I mean, they're very aggressive people that really made amazing things happen. But you need kind of a sign of caution as well and proving the return on investment. So I think having the break and the gas pedal in the same car is not a bad idea. You need a little bit of both. And so that balance is pretty good. It's better than having two high rollers who are just taking risks all the time. And you see what happens to some of those companies. Mm -hmm. um, or the two squirrels in business that don't take any risk uh, and their business doesn't really advance very much. Yeah, that's, and that's uh, really interesting because I'm, I'm thinking if I look at my own relationship, I think my husband and I are very similar and uh, and that doesn't always work, as you say. And then I think of some colleagues that I know in business and one one of them wants to go and spend the money and it's a male, of course, and uh, and they say, oh, my wife, my wife. Um, but, but yeah, you're right, it actually does work for them because occasionally he'll get things passed and, and other times when it's more prudent, she puts the brakes on. So. <laughs> Good combination in many cases. I mean, logically, you think people are going to get along better if they're both the same or similar money types. But you need that break and you need that accelerator, I guess you might say. So you have to work it out, but often that works out best than just to have it all being super conservative or super aggressive. Uh -huh. Okay, well... Um Let's take a, a quick break. I think this is a really good time. And when we come back, Jordan, our listeners are entrepreneurs, business owners, leaders and managers. So let's talk about some tips that you have for making profits in hard times. Stay with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Okay, stay with us and we'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and today we're talking with America, America's Money Answers man, Jordan Goodman. And uh, if you were listening or you missed it just before we went to the break, we were talking about your money type and it's absolutely fascinating. And Jordan has written a book called Managing Your Money Type and uh, the six different types. And as Jordan says, it's better to be in partnership with somebody who's not the same as you. It seems to work out better. As you say, you've got the, the car analogy with the gas and the brake and I really love that. So, so thanks so much for that, Jordan. Sure. So, so, Jordan, we want to talk now about some tips for making profits in hard times. So um, really interested to hear so what you've got to say. Right, we're talking about business owners improving their business is what you're saying, right? Yes, that's right. I want to aim it at those things. So several things. First of all, you need to get good financing. 
a lot of people have a very hard time getting loans from traditional banks these days. Banks typically want collateral. They want something they can attach. And a lot of businesses that are starting up today, you're running an app or a website, you don't have a, a warehouse full of widgets. That's just not the way things work today. Uh -huh. So it's very hard to get traditional uh, bank loans. So luckily, there's a whole universe of people now that do uh, lending to small businesses that are kind of alternatives. They're not in the traditional uh, sense. Uh -huh. And there are these clearing houses that'll help you get access to those in a way you probably couldn't uh, on your own. Uh, my favorite one is called CorporateLendingSolutions.com. They've also got a phone number, 800-261-6478. And what they do is they put together small businesses that need loans with entities that want to lend to them. Now, they're going to vet you and see what your entire situation is. And then if they think you're going to be a good chance, they will present your case to hedge funds and various others who want to invest in your business. What they do that's different is they uh, prepare you to get a loan based on cash flow, not assets, uh, not your tax return. Often businesses have a tax return that doesn't really show very much income, uh -huh. but they've got plenty of cash flow that they can afford to pay back a loan. So they're going to take a look at your bank statements and see what money is kind of flowing in and flowing out. And in many cases, you've got enough money to pay the uh, payback loan. You can get a loan that way that otherwise you wouldn't. So that's a, a big one. CorporateLendingSolutions.com or 800-261-6478. So that's one tip to help small businesses finance themselves at a time when it's really difficult to do it with traditional banks. Mm -hmm. So that would be one idea. Mm -hmm. um, if, uh, an another one, um, a lot of businesses are piled under in debt. And what they do is they tend to respond to the creditor uh, that screams at them the loudest, I guess you might say, mm -hmm. which natural reaction, but it's not the best way to handle uh, the debts that you have coming at you. What you want to do is use what I call the priority of prioritization. That's the strategy, prioritization, meaning you prioritize which debts are more important to pay first and which ones aren't as important to pay first. Now, there are companies that actually help you do that, and there's a website for them called helpwithpayables.com, helpwithpayables.com. They've also got a phone number, which is 877-377-3669. And what they do is they have a very sophisticated software that will look at all your creditors, and they make different offers to different creditors based on the amount of leverage they have over your business. So the electric company can turn off your lights and close you down tomorrow. They got a lot of leverage, okay? Mm -hmm. Some lawyer, some contract three years ago that you never went through with has no leverage over you. Mm -hmm. And just because the lawyer may scream at you more often than the, the electric company doesn't mean you should pay him first, okay? Mm -hmm. So they make this very simple, and they, they actually make offers to all these creditors and say, would you like 50 cents on the dollar? I can give that to you in six months. Would you like 100 cents on the dollar? Okay, you might have to wait two years for that. Would you accept 10 cents on the dollar? Okay, I can give that to you in two months. So each creditor agrees to the terms, and then you make one payment to the central place, who then disperses the money. And now you, as a small business person, just run your business, and you don't have to worry about all these creditors calling you all the time. So that's helped tens of thousands of businesses get their debts under control in a way they just couldn't otherwise, because they don't know about this whole kind of prioritization in a very sophisticated way. They look at each creditor and see on a scale of one to 10, exactly how much leverage they have over you. And then the offer they make is based on the amount of leverage they've got. Yeah. So again, if that helps folks, helpwithpayables.com is the website for that. Uh, and that's fascinating there because, as you say, we, we often do listen to the person who's screaming at us the loudest because we don't know how to negotiate or to to alleviate that. So to have a company like that that um, has all of that knowledge and leverage, it, that's um, phenomenal. It is. And they've helped tens of thousands of businesses that otherwise might have gone under to, in fact, save themselves and, and not go under uh, because uh, – it just is something, you know, if you're running a widget factory or a hardware store or a restaurant, that's what you know. You don't know about fending off creditors. It's just not married. <laughs> you've had much experience with, you know. And, and similar, another business uh, uh, area that people should take care of is 
business credit reports and improving business credit scores. Now, people are familiar with their personal credit scores, but on the business side, Dun & Bradstreet keeps a record of all your business transactions. And a lot of people are either not aware of it or don't really look at it, don't know what's on there, and it's either missing or inaccurate in many cases. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole world of people that will improve your business credit reports. Uh, and my favorite one is called Better Qualified, that's the name of the company. Their website, tourdebusiness.com, T-O-U-R-D-E business.com. Uh, they've got a phone number, 732-413-8627. And what they're doing is, seeing what's on your credit report, your business credit report, and then challenging errors and getting new trade lines on there, new ways of qualifying for credit. So you'll you'll get all the credit you need and at good interest rates and terms as well. So people are used to this on the individual side, but not as much on the business side. And that can make a huge difference if your business needs credit for many reasons, vendor financing, even payroll, equipment financing. There's a lot of reasons you might need credit in your business. But the only thing you cannot do is ask for it when you need it. You get it when you don't need it, because when you need it, you can't get it. Yes, yes, it's a bit of a catch-22, that, isn't it? <laughs> when you've got plenty, everybody will give you more. Exactly. So get it while your things are good, and then if things turn down, you've got credit lines to to, uh, to kind of back you up. Because this is typical of banks. They love to help you if you don't need it, and you're in great <laughs> But if you need it, they want to run the other direction, basically. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, Jordan, I, I also understand that you have some recommendations for investments that can yield between 6 and 10% without being risky. So I'm sure many of our listeners would love to hear more about this. Absolutely. See, if you keep your money in the bank today, and this is true in Australia as well as the U.S., you're pretty much going to earn zero as a business or as an individual savings accounts, CDs, money market funds, very, very, very low interest rates. So you have to do alternatives to get higher yields. So let me give you two alternatives. One are what are called commercial mortgage bridge loans, and that's a way of earning 6% over one year. If you're willing to commit longer, like uh, two years, you might get 7%. Three years, you're typically going to get 9%. And what they're doing is they're lending money to high-quality commercial real estate projects that use it to renovate or improve those projects. It could be an apartment building, a restaurant, shopping center, a medical office, some kind of commercial property, and they're having a hard time getting loans from the banks as well. So you are the lender, and in return for that, you are put in first position on a specific piece of commercial property, and meanwhile, you're getting a 6% yield for one year, and then at the end, and you're getting monthly checks. At the end of the year, you get your money back, and you can do another one. That's a very simple way of doing it. A website for that is commercialmortgagebridgeloans.com, and they've got a phone number as well, 888-518-3113. And uh, so they've helped a lot of people earn 6 to 9% with great safety uh, in a relatively short term. So that's one way to do it. The other way to do it is as a fund. Instead of buying an individual bridge loan, you can buy a fund that has many bridge loans in it, and those are what are called secured real estate funds, um, and that gives you an 8% yield, uh, minimum hold time, again, one year. Uh, you can hold it as long as 10 years. You can get the checks monthly, if you like, or reinvest it back and have your money be compounding at 8%. A website for that is securedrealestatefunds.com, or their phone number, 888-444-2102. So they're doing the same kind of thing, but instead of having your money in one particular bridge loan, it's a diversified portfolio of maybe 30 around the country. Uh, and also you have different kinds of loans in one portfolio. You might have a student loan housing. You might have an assisted living. You might have a shopping center or medical building. So it's a diversified portfolio approach to get the same thing we talked about. The minimum on that is $5,000 on the fund. The minimum on individual bridge loans is 25000 so there are two very simple ways to earn between 6 and 10% quite safely in a, in a world where otherwise you're going to get pretty much zero shortly. Yeah, and, and the figures that you're talking about, as we say in Australia, you're not, we're not talking sheep stations here. Like they're, they're really conservative figures too to be able to get in with $5,000 or $25,000. Right, mm-hmm. it is. See, 
that that fund, the secured real estate fund, is what's called a regulation A-plus fund. There was a law passed in 2012 in America called the Jobs Act, which authorized what's called crowdfunding, basically allowing people to get together and invest in something. And this is one of those funds. So in the, in the past years before the Jobs Act, these have, would have only been available for very wealthy people or institutions or companies. Because of the Jobs Act, now they're available for the average individual. And that's how you're able to get in for as little as 5,000. So there's a video, all kinds of things explaining it further at that website I just gave you, secured with a D, securedrealestatefunds.com, and their phone number 888-444-2102. And so for, for our international listeners where we're, you know, you're, you're giving the um, websites and the phone numbers there, is there anything to stop an, an international investor from yeah. in, investing in there? Absolutely. International investors can invest just like a domestic one, no problem at all. Call the number, go to that website, and you can be in Canada, Australia, Luxembourg, anywhere. You can buy these things from all over the world. Absolutely. And in Europe, they even have negative interest rates. I mean, we said they have zero here. If you go to Switzerland, you're going to get like a minus 3% yield in your, uh, your CD or bond. So it's even more attractive to get 8% as opposed to minus 2 or 3%. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Okay. Um, well, you certainly do know your money. So when we talk back, I'd like to, when we come back, I'd like to hear just a little bit about how you actually got into doing what you do. Sure. I think, yeah, and that'd be of real interest to people. So we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with America's Money Answers man, Jordan Goodman. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal Business Lifestyle. are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm finding this conversation with America's Money Answers man, Jordan Goodman, absolutely fascinating. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton. And we've been talking today about your money type, uh, where you can be an ostrich, a squirrel, a high roller, a coaster, uh, lots of different money types there and how that affects your decisions and your emotions, both in business and in personal. And then Jordan has given us some tips on how you can invest and get a return of between 6 and 10% without being risky, and that in, uh, is for international investors as well. So, Jordan, you certainly do have all the answers. Tell us, how did you get started? How did, how did you get into what you do? Well, I'll go back to the beginning. I've always been a kind of entrepreneur slash journalist, I guess you might say. I mean, just to tell you a brief story, At age, starting at age nine, I started delivering a newspaper in Cape Cod in Massachusetts, and I would be hanging around the newsroom, and by age 12, I saw my first entrepreneurial opportunity, which was I went in the back of the, uh, the where they had the printing plant, there were tons of newspapers that was kind of the overrun, if you might think of it that way, and they weren't being sold. They were just going to be thrown out. I said to the printing guys, you know, do you need these? He said, no, no, we'll throw them out anyway, so take them if you like, you know. So then I would go down to the docks where the, the ferries would go over to Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard, 
And uh, I said, ah, I bet they want to read something. So they're sitting out there with nothing to do. And I said, okay. So I brought the papers from the the uh, you know printing plant down to them. And then I saw so by the time that the ferry went off, most of the people on the boat had, had bought a, a paper for 50 cents or whatever it was. So I'd go through <laughs> a lot of paper. My cost of goods, goods was zero and uh, 100% profit margin. And by the end of the day, my, my hands were black with ink, but it, I, I made some pretty good money at that. That was my very first entrepreneurial venture, I guess you might say. Oh, I love it. <laughs> ever since, I've been doing journalistic slash entrepreneurial kinds of things. So um, at my website, moneyanswers.com, I've got lots of resources. My business model is being affiliates. Uh, I have companies I think are really doing great work with investors in various ways. I love to tell people about them. If people go there and sign up and do something, I get a little piece of the action. I, and, and I'm proud to say it. And I help the business get customers who wouldn't find out about otherwise. I help customers find out about resources they wouldn't know about otherwise. And so I'm kind of the, the matchmaker. Think of it that way. And so I'm serving both sides and doing making a living out of myself. That's kind of been my business model for a long time. Uh, I went to as you said, Money Magazine and NBC News, and I've done all these books. So I kind of use my credibility to help people with their financial situations, and I help businesses get customers. That's that's the way it's worked for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and I love you know your story about being an entrepreneur, and you know there are some people like yourself that it, it just it's just natural, you know, it comes. Whereas other people might fall into a business or they learn about business, but you know, for true entrepreneurs like you, you start as a young kid. I love it. You see that opportunity. You know, most people, <laughs> most people are trained to be employees and not to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And it's a difficult transition. I mean, when I was at Money Magazine for 18 years, uh, when I left Money Magazine, the staff was about 85. Now it's about 10. I mean, just the whole print media has shrunk around the world dramatically at, at Time Inc. and other places as well. So a lot of those people, they're perfectly good journalists, but they didn't have another act to go to. And they're kind of lost because mm-hmm. they didn't kind of have that entrepreneurial spark. It's like, I'm going to stay here forever. Just keep doing what I'm doing and nothing can go wrong. Well, the world changed around them and they kind of get lost. So that's that's what I want to avoid. And so that's from very early on. You mentioned I did the Dictionary of Financial Terms. I did that first in 1983. Uh, I've done nine editions of it. It sold three and a half million copies. And that was kind of an entrepreneurial venture within while I was still working at uh, Money Magazine. I just love to help people. And all of my books, one of my books you mentioned is called Master your, your um, debt, master your debt. And in there, I talk about ways to pay your mortgage off much more quickly than most people think ever is possible. Now, this is actually common in Australia, but in America, it's a kind of a unique idea called mortgage optimization, where you use a home equity line of credit literally to pay your mortgage off in about five to seven years instead of 30 years on your existing level of income. This started in Australia with Macquarie Bank, actually, and has kind of slowly been coming to America. Uh, my affiliate there, the place I like to tell people about, is called truthinequity.com, and they help you step-by-step do that. So there's a, a way I've just helped your audience literally save 25 years off their mortgage and tens of thousands of dollars in needless interest in a way you'll never hear about from the banks. Banks like the current system, which is you have a mortgage for 30 years, you pay the same payment. The first 10 to 15 years, you're paying pretty much all interest. and they're happy with it, though, so they'll never tell you anything about that. Yeah, I, I remember my dad telling me that that mum and dad owned a taxi, and they, you know, they they had money coming in, but they weren't very educated around money or anything like that. And um, and it wasn't until you know they that almost paid the house that they found out that they could have been making extra payments. And in fact, when they they went to the bank as young people, the bank manager said, "No, no, just make pa- um, monthly payments, and you'll be fine." Uh, and they could have could have been making weekly payments and and much more than than right. uh, what the payments were. The, the bank was fine, but they weren't fine. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The bank was making plenty. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jordan, it's almost Christmas, the end of the calendar year. What tips do you have for managing holiday money and perhaps setting some money goals for the new year? So a lot of people go into the holiday season, particularly this year, where consumer confidence is very high, the stock market's been up dramatically. Uh, the real estate values have gone up, people are feeling very good. 
And as a result, they're going to spend a lot more than they have. There was a recent survey that 40% of the people going into the holiday season are going to go and spend money on credit cards, knowing in advance they do not have the money to pay it when the bills come in. And they're going to go do it anyway. <laughs> Maybe this is not as true in Australia as in America, but this well, is I think it is. Consumer <laughs> society, we go out and spend. In the old days, there was something called Christmas clubs. We would actually put money aside. Uh, maybe earn 5%, and come Christmas time, you can actually have the money sitting there waiting to be spent. Nobody knows what that is anymore. They just go out and spend and figure out how to pay for it later. Um, so here are some, some ways to do it. First thing, have a total budget, a total dollar amount in mind that you can afford for all the presents you want to give. Now, in your case, you're going to have to limit it to under 100000 Sure, I know that's going to be tough for you, but you're just going <laughs> to write the book. Say in your case, 100000 whatever it may be. And then as you buy presents, take it off that total. And when you get to zero, stop. What an idea, you see. Um, and that's what you want to do is buy for the most important people, the closest ones to you first, and then your second cousin, fifth removed, maybe last on the list, okay? Because mm -hmm. people think, oh, this would be nice for this person, and then they run through their money before they've done their spouse or something like that. So uh, buy for the most important people first, and when you get to zero, stop, because otherwise you're going to go into a lot of debt. And the stores make it very easy to kind of lose your senses. They have, you know, the smells of cookies and perfume and Santas and music and, you know, free credit card offers and all kinds of deals to try to make you spend more than you really should. And then come January, when the bills come in, it's like, I have no idea I spend all this money and particularly on disposable or consumable items. I hate to be paying interest on a, a meal I ate a month ago. I don't remember what I ate. <laughs> That's not a good use of it. So a little bit of control going into the holiday season will put you in good stead. Okay. Wow. So so let's talk then about setting some goals then. You know, it, uh, it's November and uh, a lot of people leave it until January to start setting their goals. What what advice do you have there? Well, I mean, this, this is a good year where goals really would have made a difference. Had you put some money aside, invested it, even in an index fund, you would have done really, really well as opposed to keeping it in the bank, earning nothing. So you get really rewarded by setting goals. And then I'm always about setting up implementation. So you don't just have this goal written on a piece of paper somewhere, but it's actually being implemented on a regular basis. So, for example, saving, put money aside, 200, 300, whatever it is, dollars a month that's automatically going into a stock mutual fund, for example. Or we talked about the commercial bridge loans or the secured real estate funds. Have your money working for you all the time on as automatic a pace, uh, pace as possible because if you don't put it aside, nobody's going to do it for you. And certainly at work, if you can put away money in your retirement plan from work, and even better if it's matched, that's another automatic way of having you um, save your money. One of my basic principles of personal finance, Shirley, is never refuse free money if it's given to you. I, I would hope you would agree with that one. Uh, yep, that sounds like a very good principle. And so, for example, people at work, in many cases, are being matched on their contributions, and only about 70% of the people who are taking them up, who are being offered that, are taking them up on that offer. So that 30% is refusing free money every paycheck. And they say, oh, I can't afford to do it. You can't afford not to take it. Um, so that's an example. Another example would be credit cards, where you can get rebates on your credit cards as much as five or six percent. Uh, a website to find out about those would be go uh, would be guide to creditcard.com. There's great cards out there that give you cash rebates of like five and six percent. So there is free money to be had. Those are two examples of it. Okay. Should I give you more free money before we do the break? Sure. Okay. So there's a website called missingmoney.com. There's a lot of what's called unclaimed property, meaning people move from one place to another and they didn't tell the bank about their new address. Uh, they Somebody died and left a life insurance, death benefit for them, and the company can't find it. Um, there's a whole world out there of missing money, literally billions of dollars, and you go to that free website, and that's a national one, and then you put in all your previous addresses and names, and you'd be surprised the, the money you have coming up. And then the, the state, which holds on to this thing, has to make sure once you're legitimate that you get literally tens of thousands of dollars you never knew you had. So I've given you free money in three different ways right there. 
Wow. So, so um, I don't understand how you would be missing money and how that's connected with your addresses. So is that so, like? So you, move, you, you move from point A to point B mm-hmm. and you had a bank account at point A and you forgot about it. And when you move to point B, the bank didn't know about point B. So they, they're, sending a, they're sending statements to A and it never gets to and B. Oh, or that's... say your uncle died and left you $10,000 in a life insurance settlement. Uh, but you moved, and the insurance company can't find you. You say, or, or you, you left a job. You went from one job to another, and the employer doesn't know that you moved to this new place and that you've got a retirement fund. They don't know where to give it to. So this is what's called missing money or, or what's often called unclaimed funds. Right. Oh, and and as you say about um, the banks are sending out their statements. I know from you know when we've moved houses and the person that we've um, has left the premises hasn't changed their bank thing. And every month you keep getting their statements, and every month you send it back to the bank and say they're not here anymore. And every month the bank keeps sending these damn statements. Exactly. Well, the bank doesn't know that they've moved, and after about five years they give up, and the state <laughs> just takes the money. Right. This is what's called. This is the and literally each year every state takes billions and billions of dollars in unclaimed funds because they can't find the people. So you have to kind of raise your hand and say, "No, it's me. I'm the one who should have been getting that retirement fund or that life insurance settlement." So missingmoney.com is a free website to help you find whatever is unclaimed funds that you deserve. Okay. Well, I, ho- I hope you all took that down. And um, and and if you're not in America, then it's worth investigating if there's a similar situation in your country as well. So we're talking today with Money Answers man Jordan Goodman. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up and Jordan, you'll tell us whatever else we need to know about our money. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton and we're talking today with Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answers Man. Uh, Jordan, we were talking a little minute ago about free money and uh, never knocking back free money if it's offered to you. And over the break, you came up with another one for, for our listeners. So one of the big things that people don't realize is if they have a life insurance policy, most people, if they don't need it anymore or can't afford it, let it lapse, which the insurance company is very happy about because you've been paying them premiums for many years and they never have to pay you back a cent on it, right? <laughs> so there's a much better way to go, which is what's called selling a life insurance policy into the life settlement market. Now, there's a whole bunch of people out there and institutions that are willing to buy insurance policies from you. They take over, pay the premiums, and then when you die – they become the beneficiaries, they receive the death benefit. But in the meantime, they're paying you, could be tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars up front. I'll just give you a simple example of how that might work, Shirley. So say you had a million dollar life insurance policy and say you're 70 years old and you, your kids are self-supporting so you don't really need it anymore and you don't wanna be paying the premiums anymore. So you could sell that policy for say $300,000, something like that, 
So a hedge fund or individual buys a thing, gives you $300,000, becomes the beneficiary of the policy, and when you die, they've invested $300,000, they get a million. So mm -hmm. they get a big return on their money. They just don't know when. <laughs> okay. So there's a whole marketplace in selling life insurance policies. My favorite website for this is called fundinglife.com, F-U-N-D-I-N-G, fundinglife.com. They've also got a phone number, 877-485-6681. And what they do is they put together buyers and sellers of life insurance policies. And right now there are more buyers than there are sellers. So if you have a life insurance policy, do not let it lapse. Go to that fundinglife.com and see how much it's worth. And potentially you could have two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in money that you wouldn't have known about otherwise. So I would consider that in the free money category. Now the older you are, and frankly the sicker you are, the more money you're gonna get. Because the people buying the policy would rather that you not stick around too long. So <laughs> if you have a heart condition, that would be a wonderful thing. So it it's actually makes it an advantage to be sick and frail. How about that? <laughs> One of the few times. <laughs> but you see how it makes sense because from their point of view, they'd rather that you live whatever three or four years instead of twenty years. Oh, absolutely. And so they pay more for it. Yep, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. health. How about that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so tell us a, a little bit about financing then. I'm in business. Uh, I've got car loans. Uh, what do I do? Right. Car loans is a big one. A lot of people have taken on car loan debt with bigger payments than they could really afford. And the result has been the, the repossession rate and delinquency rate on car loans has roughly doubled in the last year. So it's a real problem for a lot of people because they don't wanna lose their cars, but they can't afford the payments. So the solution is to refinance your car loan to a maturity and payment level that you can afford. There's a free website that allows you to do that instantly, which is called MyLoanGen, MyLoanGen, MyLoanGen.com. You go on there, you put in your uh, car payment, how many more months you have to go, the interest rate, and then you say, okay, I've got three years to go and I'm paying $500 a month. And then they give you a dial that you can uh, move yourself and say, okay, instead of $500 over three years, how about if I did 250 a month over six years? The car's gonna last anyway. So by moving your maturity date out, you're getting the payment down to a more affordable level and then you hit submit, and then it goes to a bunch of banks and credit unions around the country who bid for your business, and are literally going to save you from losing your car. Mm. A lot of people have on so-called subprime car loans in the last few years, and the reason the banks were willing to make it, because in the past they were not willing to make those kind of loans, is they put what's called a defeat device in your car. And if you don't make your car payment, they literally will turn your car off and deactivate it from wherever you are, remotely. You're driving along the highway and all of a sudden your car dies. It's because you didn't make your car payment. And then through GPS, they know exactly where you are. They send the pickup truck and you're out of a car. Okay. <laughs> so because of that technology, they are now making loans to so-called subprime borrowers that in the past they would not have done. So that's what's gotten a lot of people into trouble because the payments are too high and the interest rates are very high. So myloangen.com can help you refinance your car loan get your payment to a more affordable level uh, and save you from the repo man taking your car in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Cool. How about that? Yeah, it's fascinating. And uh, I'm not sure if we have something like that in Australia but it'd be and uh, in Europe and around the world, but it'd be certainly worth um, checking it out. So, you know, whilst some of the things that you're mentioning today might be specific to America, what I'm hearing is the concept of these things uh, that, you know, people can then start to ask questions and investigate because you don't know what you don't know. And if nobody tells you, then you can't find out about it. You can't ask questions. I bet there are a lot of people in Australia that actually have car loans they can't really afford, and this would be a good solution for them. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Let me do one other thing here. I know we're running short of time. People who have, uh, who are considered American heroes, uh, police, fire, uh, doctors, veterans, military, all those kind of people can get big discounts on uh, buying or selling a home or taking out a mortgage with a program called 
Heroes Come First. And the website for that is heroescomefirst.com. And so because you're kind of giving back to society, you owe more than just thanks. <laughs> it's like this can literally save you thousands of dollars in points and fees off your mortgage and interest rates. And then you actually get a piece of the brokerage commission of the realtor, either when you buy a home or when you sell the home, literally saving you thousands of dollars off your home. So again, the website for that, heroescomefirst.com. Wow. Wow. Absolutely fascinating. So how do you find out about all of this, Jordan? I mean, I know you're the money answer man. <laughs> I have a nose for these things. I, I'm checking things out all the time. I'm always adding new uh, resources and affiliates. That's kind of my goal is to keep adding these things. I'm going to be coming out with my 14th book pretty soon, which is going to be called Investing to Thrive in the Era of Terror. And I think terror will continue. So I'm always looking for what the new thing is going to be. And I'm mean, just give you a sense of what we've talked about. We talked about giving people free money, cutting their mortgage payments dramatically, uh, helping them get out from under bad car loans. We talked about businesses, uh, getting better control of their debts, uh, getting better loans in the first place. There's just lots of really great resources that people don't seem to know about. And that's the way I see my mission is bringing these resources to people. And that's why I'm America's Money Answers Man. Okay, and so people can find out about you at moneyanswers.com. Was that right? And and also about their money types as well, which we had a lot of fun with. Uh, you want to understand you know, how you approach all these things, what your money type is, as we discussed at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, gosh, that was such an interesting and applicable topic today. Thanks so much, Jordan, for sharing your wisdom. You really are the money answers man, that's for sure. Well, thanks so much, Shirley. I hope this helps some of the audience around the world. Absolutely. Well, that's it for today, listeners. If you're in America, I wish you a wonderful Thanksgiving. As always, I encourage you to implement what you learned and continue on your journey towards creating your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.